You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, Braden Harrington here, normally, with Davey Portman, but he's at work because he outworks everyone. So this is a special show. This is Up Next. We're your NXT friends. And well, I lost a friend, but I found another one tonight. The world is a strange place, and sometimes it takes a pandemic to bring friends together from all over the world to connect via pro wrestling, and more specifically, pro wrestling podcasts. So I'm joined today by not only world champ patron of the Up Next World, but more than a friend of the show, family of the show, brother of the show, Mr. One, Dickie Bird. Hello. Hola, hola, hola. Is that <laughs> yeah, my, that best, was, my, my that best the, Spanish David Portman yeah. impersonation? All right. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, Dickie, uh, I don't know how to say this to our listeners, but this is a special bonus show where a Canadian slash Portuguese dude and a Kiwi slash Aussie. You're you're pretty you're a fake Aussie, but you're you're a Kiwi Aussie, right? That's safe to say. So I, I'm like Davey in the sense that uh, I'm a Kiwi, but I live in Australia. Right. So yeah. yeah. So two two very white guys from different very <laughs> white places of the world covering a lucha libre Mexican wrestling. Main event pay-per-view here tonight. Well, sort of a pay-per-view, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my boss is South American, so I guess that's something. So I, I learned some Spanish words from, from him. Right. That's, that's all I've got. Uh, I, I, do, I do love uh, Mexican wrestling. I love all professional wrestling, different types, different places of the world. It's amazing to see. And, and that's why we definitely, there was some interest in tonight's show. Obviously, the match 
that was taking place is Kenny Omega versus Andrade, which is kind of the match everyone's aiming for. But we also did a watch along and a show last year for Triple Mania because we were all locked up in this pandemic. So now it was kind of fun to see it. However, they didn't promote it on AEW because you could not find this show anywhere. So so Davey has a shoot job like I myself. I worked all day and Davey's at work tonight. So I was like, how can we even watch this? Well, Dickie, you were my, my savior. Can you explain how the world and our Twitch watch along managed to, to, to do this? Um, yeah. How much time do we have? Uh, <laughs> uh, so I guess triple um, uh, a uh, Lucha underground in America is suing triple a Mexico. Um, and in parallel uh, up next uh, Canada is suing up next Australia. So um, we weren't able to watch this AAA show outside of uh, outside of Mexico. So we did need to to tap into some sources. So uh, uh, well known, uh, I guess uh, well known AAA or, or lucha uh, commentator uh, Cubs fan. Um, who, who used to do quite a bit of work for Figure Four Online, I believe, um, did stream this uh, out of Mexico onto uh, their their Twitch uh, their, their Twitch channel, which we watched and and promoted, and it was out there. A lot of people watched it. I think it got up to about eighteen thousand people at some point, sixteen to eighteen thousand people at some point, um, and that was uh, that was how we watched it. And um, you mentioned the, the the watch along as well. And and like I said before, uh, there was a bit of an up next dispute, so we couldn't actually stream it on the normal up next channel uh, just due to uh, uh, yeah certain uh, uh, court court proceedings. And uh, so we <laughs> we streamed it we streamed it on the Dicky Bird channel. So uh, right. so it was it was a very confusing night for everybody. But um, you know I, we got through it, and uh, and it was a, a, a fun night that we all had. Twitch.tv slash Dicky underscore bird underscore. Well done. Right? Congrats. Yeah, I got good at playing good. it through the night. Yeah, I have to say, shout out at Lucha Blog on Twitter. Uh, we've been following them. I know everyone in post-wrestling follows them in regards of Lucha stuff. And they they streamed it. He streamed it on Twitch. And a lot of people watched it tonight. And Was it legal? I don't know. But someone did it. And hey... Twitch was a wonderful thing and it didn't shut down once. So we watched it and we did a watch along and it was a lot of fun. So thanks everyone uh, who, who tuned in for that. And it was interesting. We knew it was going to be an interesting one. This is, this is triple mania, Dickie. It's it's, we're not the, the best people to be covering this show, but that's no. what makes it so much fun. Right. Yes. Like that's, yes. that's what we had. We had some people in the Twitch chat who were fans, and I got to say right off the bat, shout out to Zoro, Miguel, and Rishi who were in the Twitch watch along because they clearly knew way more stuff than we did. They were translating stuff for us. It was it was awesome. So yet again, the internet, pro wrestling, bringing friends together in a fun, strange world while we all sat at home getting bombed, whether it be drinking. Uh, what was Brandon from New Jersey drinking during this watch along? I mean, of course, he was drinking Modelo. Modelo, so, right. yeah, Modelo, yeah, of course, yeah. I was on some White Claws, and then I had a a nice uh, rum and coke. I don't know what you were, and then of course some some splits. But I don't know what you were on there, Dicky. Red wine, red wine, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that, that's your that's your drink of choice. Um, we we should have had we should have had like margaritas. We should have planned it out 
for we should have went all out for triple mania because they definitely went all out for triple mania. I mean, where do we begin with triple mania 29 in the world? I don't know if anyone's familiar with triple mania, but you should get familiar because there was a lot that took place, including the first match. That was the Marvel comics MCU match. Another one. Is, is that what it's called? Is it? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the MCU match. Yeah, the MCU match is what I'll call it. Yeah. A Marvel Lucha Libre exhibition match, which means it was Team Leonenda. And again, I'm sorry for pronunciation. I'm, I'm giving my best, I swear. Team Leonenda Americana, which means it was Captain America, Spider Man, and Captain Marvel, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus Team Terror Papura, which was Venom, Thanos, and uh, damn, I don't... Black Widow. Black Widow, right? Yeah. yeah. Black, sorry, Black Widow did not look anything like Black Widow, so I was a little confused. And also, I guess a lot of people are confused about her being on the baddie team, the the meanies. Yeah, yeah. Black Widow. I'm not cut up on, I haven't watched it yet. So I don't know if she's a heel or a baby face, but this told me she was a heel. So this was a Marvel exhibition match, which we've talked about last year, where this is legit like trademark with Marvel. It's a, it's a joint exhibition thing where Marvel has lent the characters and it's a bunch of wrestlers who dress up and then wrestle as these characters. But this was kind of like the dark match or the, they aired it, but like the opener exhibition, I you guess I could say, but uh, we we remember that it was Brian Cage who was Thanos last year, and it looks as if he's in the same role here. But Spider Man had quite an entrance. I mean, Spider Man kicked off <laughs> kicked off Triple Mania in only the way Spider Man really could, which was really. I didn't think I, I didn't think we were going to get anywhere past Triple Mania <laughs> from from here. Like I thought this was going to be it. Uh, so picture Shawn Michaels coming in WrestleMania on the. The, the pulley string thing, the entrance, mm-hmm. but it's Spider-Man, uh, AKA under the mask was Vikingo. Who's been super popular lately. He's doing double duty tonight as was cage, but Vikingo kind of got stuck on this entrance thing. This was like scary. We were all like a little, a little shook. Cause this, this guy was coming down. Like he's supposed to do the Spider-Man thing on this pulley string. And yeah, uh, not, it was kind of funny, but not quite really impressive. So, Brayden, what you didn't like, what was confusing to me is all throughout this entire show, they were throwing up advertisements. One of which I believe was for a, like a knockoff version of like WD forty or whatever kind the of dust spray. No, like like the 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 oil up spray. Like when yeah, you, they needed when, it for the. <laughs> they needed it for this. They didn't use it for this. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, they really. This, need, is... this poor guy. This guy was hanging <sighs> upside down. This was so scary. I would have been shook because he like had to move his body to make it swing. He obviously had like a harness and everything. Thank God. But like, yeah, already a start, a scary start to triple mania. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So it's this crazy superhero match where, of course, there's all sorts of fly, flying and, and crazy moves, which, you know what, to the extent there was some crazy stuff. Captain America, I'm calling it like it's a Marvel movie, but Captain America, it's it. a flying cutter. There's then an acai moonsault from Spider-Man, but Thanos comes back. He hits some sort of 
power move, but gets caught in a poison Rana from Spider-Man. Captain America hits a 450. There's an angel wings from Captain Marvel. But what's this? It cuts to the entrance, the stage. And there's now a giant brick wall that's been set up as Hulk smash. Yes, the Incredible Hulk comes sort of smashing through this brick wall as he comes down ringside and starts beating people up. There's then Spider-Man who hits a 360 senton and gets the win. So Team Spidey wins thanks to the Incredible Hulk who just does the run-in here. Uh, It sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm really not. (laughs) The edibles hadn't even kicked in yet. Dude, the edibles... I (laughs) I ate the edibles five minutes before this and they hadn't... I thought... I thought they had kicked in, but they definitely had not. And turns out this all was real. Um, Also, this incredible Hulk was not that incredible looking. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to describe it. He's just wearing a mask. Also, like the good guys got like the interference. That's a heel move there. What the fuck? Um, Yeah, this was honestly the wrestling and the fun stuff was there. And I guess it did exactly what it needed to do. But what what was I watching? Holy. Uh, Look. I, I won't spend too much time uh, providing feedback to this. Uh, I will just say that I don't know too much about, uh, I guess, the rules uh, or, or, or or what is allowed and what what, what isn't. But, uh, yeah, the Hulk just came down and beat like, the bad guys right Hulk in front smash. of the ref. Hulk smash. Ref was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then what I really liked is that, in order for the goodies to win this match, I'm calling them the goodies, the goodies to win this match, um, it, it required the Hulk to have a staring competition with Thanos, which I guess paralyzed him from breaking up the pin or something. And that is how the goodies won. So it was, uh, yeah, just they, this, the Hulk and Thanos just stared at each other. And um, then, yeah, what? Spider-Man got the pin and and, and there we go. <laughs> Spider-Man got the pin. Peter Parker picked up a pin. <laughs> he did. Uh, I, I do like how Vikingo played Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man would in the video games and stuff, he's got all the cruiserweight moves, the poison ranas and stuff. So it does kind of fit that. Um, what, if you had to fantasy book other, you know, this, this version of Spider-Man is the best version. I like, was it Leo Rush who played him last time? I think they arrested play him last time. I think, yes. I think this is a better outing for the Marvel. It didn't overstay its welcome too much. And it had some cool stuff, but <laughs> a scary in- entrance. But w- who would you book this Spider-Man against any other superheroes you would want to see? <laughs> so um, I don't know if you've ever played Spider-Man, the, 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 I guess the, the Spider-Man game that's on the, the PS4 or whatever. Yeah, I haven't yeah. played the Miles Morales version, but you know, the, the, the good one that came out yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, you know, very good game, and uh, that Spider-Man has uh, a, a lot of moves that uh, look very familiar. He's got V-triggers. He's got a Kamigoye. Yeah. He's got uh, a, a head scissor and all this sort of stuff, uh, so much so that I believe that that is uh, actually Buddy Murphy in that game. I believe uh-huh. that is, well, I, he's doing he's doing a Kamigoye and V-triggers. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean... He, anyway, my point is, uh, Buddy Murphy is the Spider Man that I right, wow, like. Okay. To say. He would be a good Scarlet Spider, a good because uh, I, I didn't like the Venom in this match. Whoever was Venom, I know people playing in this was uh, Black Tarus, Octagon Junior, and Brian Cage as Thanos there. But um, 
there's a venom was venom looked like it was evil uno was that what the venom was yeah kind of (laughs) i don't know and then it cut to loki on the screen (laughs) he's like it's not actually loki it's just some dude dressed as lucha loki it's lucha loki (laughs) and uh yeah and then it starts like the actual triple mania but wow what a start with (laughs) spider-man hanging upside down in this arena here and then a, a comic book come to life match it's just what a time what a time here um in mexico city but we start off lucha mania 29 is that the right one because i'm not really good at roman numerals it's um, 29 yeah it's 29 lucha mania 29 triple a wrestling and we start off with i see <laughs> it's sorry triple mania 29 triple, not lucha mania <laughs> tri- triple mania 29 but yeah, we start off with Mr. Says. It's it's Sincara, or kind of. It's like Sincara Jr. They give him a weird name here, but Mr. Says Jr. Um, comes out here. So now this, if you thought the last match was crazy, well, this match definitely screams triple mania because it's a 12-man Copa Bardal match. So meaning it's a battle royal, kind of. It's a rumble. Yeah, I guess it might be the best one. or a Rambo, however you want to. So people start and then every so often more people come down to the ring and then join. And then you can eliminate people by pinning them or throwing them out like a Royal Rumble. Uh, so there was a bunch of people in this. There was Carter, Carta Brava Jr., Aramis. Um, I have Tito Santana. Tito Santana. That's definitely not the right Tito Santana. So I'm going to say Soul Rocker. Drago, Nina, sorry, Nino, Mojo Coda Jr. And then I'm sorry, Pimpinella, Villano 3 Jr., Mamba, and Arginus. So I'm sorry for the pronunciation, but there was also a lot of people and they were coming and going. There was people in all sorts of different costumes. But of course, my main guy, Mr. Iguana, who was in this match. Now, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Mr. Iguana, but he's had quite a year. Because he was on Triple Mania last year, which was just in December. And he's the guy that, well, looks like an iguana. So here he is uh, with a stuffed animal iguana. I- iguana? What's Mr. Iguana's gimmick, really? He, uh, he he eats it or does he wear it on his head or does Sorry, he do yeah. both? I think he does. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, he does both. He uh like he wrestles while eating this iguana. It's not a real iguana. It's a stuffed like iguana. Um, but this match was ridiculous. There was a Spanish fly to everyone on the outside at one point. Uh, it came down to the final two, which was Mister Iguana and Carta Bravo Junior. Um, he eventually hits him with this iguana. There's a counter from some crazy move into the satellite into like a bulldog, which I'm, I'm assuming has got to be called like the iguana driver or something. And Mr. Iguana wins this battle royal. He wins the trophy. He puts it on his head with the iguana. And the boyhood dream has come true. Mr. Iguana wins the 12-man Copa Bardal Triple Mania 29 match. Wow. This was... Great. What did you think of this match? Uh, I mean, it it is as advertised. It's it it's more of a New Japan Rambo than a Royal Rumble. Let's say you know, 
um, a bunch of people coming out that you go, who? Um, but someone called Hamburger was in there, which uh, was great. Um, he looked like he'd had a few hamburgers and eaten che- cheeseburger from Ring of Honor. Uh, Drago, I think you didn't mention as well, was in there. Um, oh, yeah, and Drago that was, was yeah, a bit of a highlight. Um, but look, I think that uh, this particular uh, match uh, meant nothing except for the post uh, I mean, part of it. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, you got to give Mr. Iguana his 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 flowers because he's Mr. Iguana, and I and and I and I'm gonna say I, again, quoting some people uh, in the chat who were super lucha fans. Someone was saying that Mr. Iguana was working hard for his visa therefore could possibly work in the US, which I'm just taking from someone in my Twitch stream who was like, yeah, everyone was talking about they they want to support this guy. So maybe we'll see more of Mr. Iguana because he's just a dude who dresses like an iguana and has an iguana who won this match, but was just ever so slightly left alone in the ring in his celebration as Mm. we, we meet a new stable here in AAA, which is called the... NGD gang, the new generation dynamite, which uh, consists of Sanson, Quatu, Arrow, and Four Estero, which I'm totally messing up their names, but these guys come out in lucha masks and matching black suits, and they come down to the ring in unison, giving me shield vibes here as they beat the hell out of Mr. Iguana. They hit this insane triple team move, which was like a torture rack stomp. I don't even know what it was, but Mr. Iguana sells it and he's twitching and everything. Even the Iguana was twitching. Don't do do what you want with Mr. Iguana, but leave the actual Iguana alone, please. As these guys uh, grab microphones now in their suits and they start cutting a promo in Spanish. And again, someone in our Twitch chat was uh, somewhat translating and said that these guys were saying everyone's mediocre and wrestling has become soft and people are fighting with tables and weapons and, and fighting women, and, which is like, wait, what? Uh, and then he says that AAA is full of clowns. And now well, it is. Sharks. We saw at least two yeah, of them tonight. But anyway. yeah, there's, yeah, there's lots of clowns. Uh, so then a bunch of people come out and start to like beat down and it becomes this whole epic brawl here. But I would say wrapping it in a tight little bow is this new gang of guys that again, get, definitely went with the shield thing. Like, again, I couldn't understand what they were saying, but I know they were, they had to have mentioned the word justice at least once, but this new generation dynamite gang of, of Lucha guys look pretty cool. Yeah. This went on. About as long as the um, the match did. Yeah. There was a lot that just kept going. But, uh, look, this was, to, to me, this was probably the biggest highlight of the night for me, to be honest, because I know the significance and the importance of these three guys. They literally just um, up and left CMLL uh, this past week. Uh, and it was important enough to be kind of recognized uh, in North America. I mean, I didn't know who they were beforehand, but um, it, right. it made waves. And um, here they were, uh, I guess, doing somewhat of an invasion angle. Um, and 
they came off looking like stars. So I think this is kind of like a assuming that they're going to stick around in AAA. This is a, a big get f- for them. Um, however, I was expecting them to come out, cut their promo, and then head to the back and we can just move to the next match. But these guys just wouldn't fuck off. Yeah. Like They kept beating people up. And then all these people others, kept coming yeah. out and they kept beating them up. And then... And there was then all they these started to head to the back. Yeah, they started was- to head to the back, and then they started fighting on the rampway. And then we cut to Hugo, and then someone ran in front of Hugo's shot, and then we cut <laughs> back to them. It was fucking insane. So I mean, you know, good for them for I guess like trying to do a, a pretty good invasion angle. At one point, I thought, "Are we shooting now? Is there like people actually pissed off at these people now? Are we trying to move on with the show?" And they're holding it up. I don't know, but um, like. Uh, all in all, uh, I mean, these three guys had to go somewhere after CMLL, and I suppose this is where it's going to be. And I guess they're going to keep beating up more people. So good on them. Yeah. Again, like I, I'm not super familiar, but they they came across with the the way they intri- like first impressions matter, right? And as soon as these three guys came out looking like that, and then beat the hell out of this guy. And then beat the hell out of everyone for the next 15 to 20 minutes. It looked good. There's all these other factions that are clearly setting up like faction wars and stuff. Factions so hot in pro wrestling right now. Uh, We go to our next match, which is title versus title. Deanna Perrazzo representing Impact, putting her Impact women's title on the line against Fabi Apache, who's going to put the AAA women's title on the line here. So title for title. Um, we recently, me and Davey just talked about Apache and the Apache sisters uh, on the best match ever triple mania show, which is interesting. And I know Davey's also a big fan of uh, Diano and her work in impact. Uh, they mentioned that um, Apache here is 40 years old and still looking like she can go and she can do that. It's very technical. There's Northern light suplex for a near fall. There's some pump kicks uh, Diana locks in the Fujiwara armbar, and then I start to realize that the referee in this match is a heel referee. Yeah, did you notice this? Um, someone in the chat kind of pointed it out first. Yeah, and then I did obviously notice specifically why they were a heel ref. I, I'm still confused as to, like, I don't, I don't know why because to explain particular- it. Yeah, to explain a heel ref is like Diana. If Diana is like knocked out or getting pinned, like the ref will like really slowly count. But when Diana's pinning, it's fast. Or like even so much as dragging Diana to help get her to the ropes, like it's like over. It's like blatant. Like it's to to show he's a bad guy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna upload this show that we're doing right now to to YouTube at some point. Actually, it's a Patreon show, so I won't. But anyway, no, you can no, tweet it's a me. Free show. It's a free show. Oh, it's a, we're doing a free show. Great. Yeah, hello. So someone in the comments, feel free to tell me why this triple A ref was in like in the pocket of Diana Perazzo from New Jersey <laughs> Impact Wrestling. That's my confusion. If you told me that that he was a heel ref in like and and helping out Fabi Apache, then that makes sense because you have an invader coming in. But it, this was not Brian Hepner in the ring. This was not an impact ref. Just a heel ref. 
He's just the really, heel triple-A he, rep. Yeah, he really wanted Diana to win here. That's why. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some back and forth. There's German suplexes, a fairy tale ending, just chaos where there's managers and just everything you would expect here. Uh, I have what the fuck is going on. There's this short gotch style pile driver from Diana, which just looks nasty. And then she locks in her Fujiwara armbar and the virtuosa becomes a dual champion, the belt collector herself as she's double champ now. And uh, it's a celebration as, is it the mask, the phantom LEO phantom who comes out wearing his Lucha mask and then like a COVID like face shield, like plastic thing over the mask, which is just a really funny visual. Uh, but yeah, Deanna Perrazzo keeping the impact title, winning the AAA women's title. What'd you think of this match? Yeah, this sucked. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just thought that this was, I don't know what it is. If it's Deanna, to be honest, I'm not, really a big fan i didn't think that this match worked very well at all the heel ref stuff lots of overbooking i get it it's 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 triple a and it i just don't think you need it especially in like a champion versus champion match. why have we got a heel ref in this why can't you <laughs> just have the best from one promotion versus the best from the other promotion we need to fuck this up so much it just none of it made sense to me. I thought it sucked, and I was, uh, yeah, just happy to see the back of it. Um, the AAA title is now on Deanna, so she can not wear it in other promotions. Probably, uh, she probably will wear it on, on Impact if they put it on an AEW wrestler, they wouldn't acknowledge its existence. So, at least that's something, but but yeah, it was there. It's fine, as I would say, it was fine. Yeah, like I know both of the, I know both of them are, are, are talented wrestlers, and I kind of agree with what you're saying of how I you I wish it was just them wrestling, and they definitely had parts of it which was just the wrestling part, but it got to AAA silliness, uh, kind of, and it, yeah, I there were some cool looking moves, but yeah, I'm happy Deanna won. I hope maybe she does get go on this uh, reign and and stuff, but uh, nothing that really kind of blew me away. But our next match, though, you could say did that because it's a triple threat tag team match for the AAA Tag Team Championship. The Lucha Bros, the champions defending, meaning Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, defending against uh, Hio Del Vikingo and Laredo Kid and the team of Black Taurus and Brian Cage. So, yeah, some double duty here with some of the wrestlers. But this already sounds crazy, just explaining who's in this match, if you know these people, especially this Vikingo guy, because we were mentioning Spider-Man. I think going into yeah. this, we had some hype, yeah. I mean, look, you know, you just you just look at the names on this. And even with the addition of Brian Cage, like he is a big dude and that actually really helps in 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 matches where you've got a lot a lot of flippy stuff and i guess uh black tourists as well is is kind of yeah. a a big dude too so so they were you know very much the base uh, on this and um the, the, yeah the trampoline for the, the other guys the, to jump off of the yeah. the yeah the, the trampoline fueled by gas indeed that's right so there's huge like moves from everyone there's so many just, just chaos. There's side effects from Brian Cage. There's a DDT destroyer, torture rack, backbreakers, Penta driver. There's the Ray Phoenix German suplex. There's 
Vikingo who comes in with crate the the was it Crates Wrath? What's the move Kenny does? Yeah, Kreutz uh, Kreutz Wrath. Yeah. yeah, the German. The video game thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. fuck it. Uh, hitting insane things. Um, I know in the in the Twitch chat, someone said Vikingo reminds them of Damien Priest's little brother because he's got the like almost looks like a vampire, but he's got like coin rows and stuff. Uh, Vikingo's hitting four fifties like it's uh, a transition move. There's a jackhammer from Brian Cage. There's super kick party galore there's a judgment slam from brian cage and i know people always say brian cage is like your create a wrestler but ju- judgment slam from here comes the pain was an awesome move and he, he hit it here for a near fall viking viking was fighting on the outside stands on the guardrail and does a shooting star press off of it uh which was insane goes back in the ring and hits a 630 but it's broken up he gets military pressed off the top rope but then off another move, there's Penta who hits the Destroyer. And then the Lucha Bros driver and the Lucha Bros pick up the win to retain the tag titles here. In I, what I explained, I skipped over so many insane things. But just uh, a shot of an adrenaline here where th- these guys just went nonstop. For sure. Look, uh, it, it's kind of a tough thing for me to say. I mean, it's easy, but it was match of the night. Uh, and, uh, and I think one of the reasons why you could easily say it's match of the night is because you really got what you thought you were going to get in this match. Um, they they sort of left out the, the overbooking bullshit that seemed to, you know, seemed to exist in most of the other matches on this show. Um, there was a point where I thought it was never going to end because someone was always going to break up the pin. Um, but obviously, you know, we figured it was always, you know, it was going to end at some point. But, yeah, there was there was no, like, overly weird, unless I'm forgetting something, there was no shenanigans or anything like that. I mean, there probably was. It's, tri- it's triple mania. <laughs> it probably was. I mean, it probably was. I'm, I'm, I can't really think of anything. But, you know, there were a lot. It, it's lucha rules, right? So it's a bit more flexible, you know, yeah. you, if someone gets thrown out, you know, someone can just come in kind of things. So you don't really need to do tags and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it was, it was out of this world. It was incredible. And, you know, I think the right people won as well. Um, that's not discounting uh, Vikingo and Loretto kid who obviously put on a, a, a pretty amazing performance here, but, um, but yeah, just, I mean, if, if you want to go back and, and watch one match that isn't Marvel themed, then this would probably be the one. <laughs> yeah. It, it was what I expected. It would, it was like a spot fest where everyone's doing crazy stuff. This Vikingo guy is definitely someone to, to, to watch in the near future. Cause I'm sure he'll be showing up like Ray Phoenix is someone who's I feel I feel like both Ray Phoenix and Penta are underutilized in AEW, but uh, as a team they're still amazing and they're still champions, which made me to believe think to believe that you know maybe there could be a whole unit uh, going forward in AEW with with them and Andrade, but mm, uh, maybe they I, need a manager as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, Chavo. Uh, well, we we might we'll get to that later. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, again, like chaos of a match and some pretty crazy stuff. If you want to see stuff you've probably never seen matches because they came up with it in this one. We go to Conan backstage. He knocks on Andrade's dressing room door and he's like, hey, hey. And he's he's getting in in the face of Andrade. And Andrade says, look, hit the bricks, Conan. I don't need you anymore. 
kind of alluding to he's got someone else. Doesn't need Conan. So Conan goes over to Kenny Omega's dressing room, knocks on his door and says, hey, I got a business proposition for you. So Kenny says, hmm, I'm interested. So, yeah, more to come on that. But we were thinking, oh, what could what could this mean? Conan's. Um, it, yeah. What, what could this mean? I mean, but it, it's actually a really good question because Andrade has had, what, 12 managers so far in his <laughs> career since leaving WWE. So, so him saying, I've already got someone else. I mean, it could have been anybody really like, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and it also could have been someone who we hadn't seen before. In fact, it was most likely going to be a new person. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I I knew who I had my hopes for, but uh, I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't think my dreams would come true. But we have a match in between before we can talk about that, which is a match I I uh, La Empresa or La Empress, which means Puma King, Sam Adonis, and DMT, which I did not know was a wrestler, but a great name for one, defeated Team AAA, which was Pagano, Chessman, and Murder Clown. Yeah. Classic AAA guys here with Pagano, uh, Chessman, which a lot of people call him Wolfpack Sting. Um, definitely rocking the, the the attire of of Wolfpack Sting. Um, the clown guy. So so there's a there's two different clowns because there's Psycho Clown and this is Murder Clown, right? And I had mm. I had to make sure we had the difference between the different ones. But when the guys earlier said there were clowns in AAA, they definitely did mean that. Um, and and I'm, I believe Pagano is wearing a clown's mask. Yeah, that's true. He is a clown as well. So there's just all these clowns. And then a Puma King who's got like furry thing. And then a dude's name is DMT. I bet Joe Rogan would love him. But um, this <laughs> and match. Corey Graves is, uh, and Corey Graves' brother, Sam yeah, Adonis. Sam Adonis is Corey Graves' brother. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there's uh, the cl- one of the murder clown hits a 619 sort of. Uh, Puma King hits this crazy swanton dive to the outside at one point. Um, Clown does this to- tope, but completely falls. Uh, but then there's ladders and wooden ladders and wooden tables. Um, and I have in quotes, a bunch of fucking shit goes down. Um, and these guys brawl. Um, Puma King, Sam Adonis, and DMT win the match. Uh, this this was kind of sloppy. It had some cool stuff, but it, it didn't move a needle for me at all. Um, I, I'm so glad that you recapped this for me because uh, I don't remember this match at all. I try to forget. And it, it's not because I was like drinking wine or anything like that because I remember the next two matches quite clearly. There's just something about it blacked out. But a bunch of fucking shit went down, um, really kind of triggered uh, a few things for me. Um, so um, I don't really have much else to say, but uh, it was there. And um, one of these two teams won, and congratulations to them. I will say the outfits was on point. Like some of the some of the ways they, they looked was I really liked the furry lucha outfit that he had. The one dude had, I think it was Puma King. It makes sense that the guy with Puma King has the fur on him. But yeah, I thought he looked like a superstar. Uh, and that's and that's Ricochet's dad. Is that <laughs> what was his Prince Puma? Yeah, right. Prince yeah. Puma. Yeah, and that's Puma King. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, this was, we were doing the watch along. This was definitely when people went to go do their smoke break and, and stuff. This is when I realized on our, on our watch along that I, I was the first one to blade tonight. Not Jeez. Hugo. Not anyone. Not, I was the first one. Not Ric Flair. I, uh, I, 
I have this like screen protector on my iPhone and I cracked it like a bunch, but then I also like really dropped it today and didn't realize maybe how bad I, I dropped it. And here I am like doing our watch along and I'm like texting. And then next thing I know, like I'm just, I'm bleeding, I'm juicing, blading. And I realize now it's even right now, it's still this tiny little piece of glass is in my pinky. So I was blading before anyone, uh, on the show. I just have to credit myself. (laughs) <laughs> on a triple mania show, I bladed before Hugo and even someone else, a legendary blader shows up and I still outbladed them, even though it's just uh, glass from an iPhone. I, I think it's perfect that you told the story uh, during this match or this, this part of the, the card where nothing else was happening. And you've told us the story about you getting glass in your finger. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It was the most important night of part of my not- night. <laughs> Because there's still, with a tear in your eye. I mean, I still have to get it out, or do I just okay. worry about it? Is it future Braden's problem? Do I worry about the glass later? Nature will take care of it. It's either going to stay in there or come out by itself. Don't worry about yeah. it. I'm going to have glass forever in my finger. I'm sorry for the squeamish. We go to our next match, the match which is not the main event, but some would say is the main event, the, the draw for them tonight, the AAA World Championship. Kenny Omega, the champion defending against Andrade Idolo. And well, Kenny Omega comes out to the ring with Conan, with his pyro and his sheet being pulled away as he comes down to the ring. He's got Conan now in his corner, who clearly dressed up for the event here at Triple Mania in a nice baby blue just T-shirt. So (laughs) (laughs) Andrade, the opponent, comes out. And Andrade's rocking that gear we saw him wear. It's like the skull mask and the the pants and the whole suit, the whole attire here. And he comes out of the floor in this like thing of smoke, like shooting out smoke near fire. It looked pretty sweet, actually. He looked pretty gangster. Um, But I know this, I think pro wrestling is the only sport or sports entertainment Pro wrestling is the only show that we get mad at people for wearing pants, which is weird because everyone's like, why is he wearing the pants? However, these pants weren't the Babe Ruth Yankees. This was like white, right? He looked okay. This The pants look good right off the bat. The pants look good. Uh, you prefer his other stuff. Well, no, I mean, like you say that they weren't the Yankee pants. Yeah, they, they, they didn't have pinstripes. They were still the exact same fucking pants. Like... He just had a different pair of pants in his right. closet that he wore today. And, 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 and the dress shoes or the loafers or the dockers that he was wearing as well. It's just like, look, I, I, I was weird because I was like, no, no, no. He's going to do a Naito and he's going to rip the jacket off, which we knew he would do, obviously. And then he'll rip the pants off and he rips the jacket off. And he doesn't rip the fucking pants off. So it's just, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's like Ricochet wearing fucking work jeans in his matches. Like, what is this? Like, it's wrestling. Let's, anyway, sorry. So, yes, what you were saying about the only only thing that people get uh, pissed off about wearing pants. Any other aspect in life, you would, you would, (laughs) like, when I walk, when I walk down the street, and I see some guy not wearing pants. 
I'm like, oh, dude should be wearing pants. But <laughs> yes. in, res- in wrestling, yeah. when some guy comes to have his match, I'm like, hey, dude should probably not be wearing pants because he's wrestling. I can't explain it, but it's I'm weird. getting hot right now thinking about it. Yeah. So it I must mean, be a thing. Like hot, like like hot, meaning like you're <laughs> upset. <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever you either way, column A, column B, just it's fine. I mean, it's Move a podcast. It's a podcast. We we're both not wearing pants right now either. No one I have not been wearing pants since yesterday. So just the whole watch along and everything. Pants since the lockdown of 2020. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Andrade versus Kenny. Andrade comes out with this suit, the black mask, and everything. And well, he comes out of the ground with smoke and fire and everything. He takes off the mask. He takes off the suit. He keeps the pants on. But the music changes, and Andrade reveals he's got someone walking him to the ring cue the classic theme Woo! rick flair comes out to walk andrade to the ring i absolutely lose my mind here uh so quick pause rick flair is here in mexico in triple a walking andrade to the match against kenny omega what uh Rick Rick Flair is is triple A elite. I don't know. He's confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's he's here in Mexico. There you go. Um, yeah, uh, love it. I absolutely lost it. I don't even know. I don't even care. I just love Rick Flair, and seeing this definitely got my attention. <laughs> definitely just got all the emotion in here um, for me. Do you want? Do you, do you want to? I I, I don't. I don't usually give hot takes about wrestling because it just ends up with people arguing, but I, I, I'm going to say this. There's just something about living in a pandemic right now and seeing Ric Flair crossing borders that I just, I feel like I'd prefer him just to stay at home right now. Like I, I know he's going to do whatever he wants because it's very clear that he's just going to do whatever he wants, but I was not as excited as you. I think I would be more excited if he turned up in AEW because it may have only been a hop, skip, and away from where he actually lives. You know, this is him traveling from, yeah, one place that I don't know. Yeah, it, it yeah. even even with vaccinations right now, like you know, still COVID is quite dangerous for people of his age and everything, and and. Yeah, but but he's here and and he's gonna like it. Like I said, he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do. So he came here and um, you know, luckily he was um, a really uh, like a really important part of this match and and just made it so much better. So I don't. I mean, some would say that. And some <laughs> no, some, I, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, some would not say that. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Ric Flair, and I don't. He will never retire. All right, he will never yeah. retire. Um, exactly. He, he he's not going to die in the ring, but he's going to die like within this business. He he will on the apron. This, like he will do this till the, like any any part part of it he can. That's just the kind of guy he is, and he's the goat. He's the legend. Uh, I I like seeing him here because it definitely genuinely got me. I was like ah oh, like ah oh, Ric Flair is going to show up, and like he he did. So I was like okay, holy shit, they got me. So I love it, and I am a Flair fan. Um, so I was super into seeing him here, and it was just a great. It just looked epic. It looked awesome walking him down to the ring here. Uh, and Ric Flair, yeah, with, with Andrade, I want to see him in in Charlotte in AEW. She needs to make the jump. 
do the Alundra Blaze and make the jump. It should be great. Uh, but seeing Ric Flair here, Ric Flair drip, I was I was stoked and I was super in. And uh, yeah, Andrade with Ric Flair versus Kenny Omega with Conan happening now <laughs> on Triple Mania 29. Where was uh, Don Callis? What the fuck? Yeah, where was Michael Nakazawa? No one came <laughs> well, out with Kenny. Yeah. So um, Kenny and Andrade tie up. They, they do some simple back and forth. And then Rick, there's Kenny doing the Rick Flair taunt right in front of them, which pisses Andrade off. On the outside, Kenny hits this like back suplex onto a guardrail right on the back. Uh, Conan hands Kenny the secret water bottle that he had in his pocket because Kenny needs to stay hydrated. It's very important. So Conan doing a good job being a manager. There's the you can't escape, but Kenny kind of is too beat up at one point to nail it. There's a sunset flip into the Meteora, which uh, I used to call the balls to the face. There's then the knees again, but Kenny dodges it. There's a crazy corkscrew from Andrade to the outside. The double moonsault where the guy rolls away, but then he moonsaults you anyways, which Andrade does the best. Everyone else can try to do it, but he does the best. There's then Kenny who comes back with the J-Driller for near fall. There's snap dragons. There's crazy German suplexes. And this is when Ric Flair takes his jacket off because he's watching this. There's a slap fight. Oh, between shit. The, yeah. Kenny and Kenny and Andrade are slapping each other. And this is where Andrade just does his Judas effect, the Andrade mm. effect, the spinning back elbow, which looks like he takes off Kenny's face. Looks like he takes his nose right off him. I don't know how his nose didn't gush blood here. It looked great. And if it was just great selling or looked good, good on them. But this elbow looked like it took his head off. This was fucking unreal. Like uh, we see Chris Jericho do this, uh, yeah, almost every week. You know, uh, I guess not next week, but anyway. Um, Andrade does it, and I thought I was just like, "Oh my god, he's killed them!" Like you know, or or his he's got a broken nose now, or, or whatever. But I guess the the one thing that I keep remembering because Sheamus got a broken nose in a match against Humberto Carrillo recently mm. uh, on Raw, and um, you wouldn't have guessed it. You wouldn't have even known that it happened kind of thing. So, right. like, this was done so well. You know, Kenny sold this like he was shot in the face. Yeah. And um, so I'm sure he's he's totally fine and stuff. But, yeah, this looked absolutely amazing. Well, he can't pin him. There was a spot where Kenny just barely got his foot, like, like his foot, like his toe on the rope here, which was so close. Everyone, even Andrade was like, no, I won. The ref's like, no, nah, no, nah, you didn't, bro. And Kenny's like, yeah. Uh, there's these crazy V-triggers, counters, crazy sequences. Andrade f- hits this DDT and then hits him with the his his finisher, like the, the, the hammerlock DDT. But Kenny get, gets out of it. I think that's where he got the foot up. There's then the balls to the face again, the Meteora. This is where Conan gets involved. And ladies and gentlemen, Ric Flair gets in the ring and starts lighting Kenny Omega up with a series of chops. Woo! Chops him up. He drops Conan with chops, drops Conan to the mat. Andrade puts Kenny to the mat as Andrade puts Kenny in the figure four. Ric Flair puts Conan in the figure four. Not something I'd have on my bingo card for wrestling in 2021. <laughs> Chaos is happening, but the ref isn't calling it. Rick has to leave the ring. Conan leaves the ring, but it's it's 
It's Kenny. It's Kenny who hits. It's Kenny who hits the title shot to Andrade's head and hits him with one winged angel and pins Andrade to retain the title in in what was a roller coaster of emotions here. Uh, yeah, it was. A, if Ric Flair's involved, it's definitely uh, much more uh, fun to watch while maybe having a drink. But, uh, so the, the the edibles had definitely kicked in at this point, yeah. One hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent. And 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 Rick didn't blade, and I'm still blading. So, it, look, uh, I uh, this was a this was a match of two halves for me, um, which is like a real Australian thing to say. That's what all the Australian uh, rugby players say uh, at the end of the game. It was a it was a match of two halves. Um, but this really was, you know, because the first half, you know, I think this 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 was this was good. It wasn't blow away Kenny versus Andrade that I think a lot of people expected, but there was a lot of really good stuff in there between these two. Um, personally, I was a little confused as to who was babyface and who was heel, but I guess maybe it doesn't really matter. Um, and I sort of push it to the side, I guess. Um, and uh, and then the second half happened, which was uh, to me, a, 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 I guess, a clusterfuck of a mess. Um, I, you know, again, I mean, uh, just, I, and I'm not even the, saying it was bad. I'm not saying it was bad, right? Anyway, yeah, go go on. What are you going to say? The the spot where so it's Kenny who has the title and he's about to nail Andrade, and that's when Rick comes into the frame. Oh yes, and like Rick totally. <laughs> Kenny was waiting for so long and it's Kenny who just has to turn around and be like, Oh, what? When Rick wasn't even anywhere near him yet, which was really funny. Yeah. That's right. Like, and that was the start of the clusterfuck. Yeah. So like part, like maybe it's because I'm a huge fan of Andrade. I'm a huge fan of Kenny Omega, huge fan of Ric Flair. Fuck it. Fan of Conan. Uh, So (laughs) I, I like seeing like all of this, happen because i was losing my mind that i was watching this so it, it was fun but yeah the, the wrestling fan in me really wanted this like one-on-one like 40 minute fucking classic that we we didn't get but we got a classic in a different regard where it mixes it did yeah. have some of the good wrestling like that that elbow the v triggers all the sequences they were they definitely had each other's number and would love to see them tie it up again definitely screams rematch but having rick flair there just makes it this next like mecca thing like it's gonna be people are gonna be talking about it like tomorrow more so probably than if these two had a good like i don't know i i thought it was really fun yes i'm disappointed we didn't get them just wrestling because you're right it it had the first chunk of the match and then it had this like like sketch ending thing that happened but it was rick flair so yeah it's like you hate it and you love it at the same time it reminds me of uh nw what is it triple h versus sting it's like, why did end like people fucking hate that match, but then people fucking love that match because NWO and, and DX come out. It's like, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. The the yeah. sting sting in the NWO against yeah, like DX. am I crazy? Yeah, it's like it's it's kind of like that. So yeah, I hope we see a rematch between Kenny and Andrade. But seeing Ric Flair out there throwing some chops was quite funny and quite entertaining. And he's still Jeff flying limousine riding all the way down to Mexico City. Woo, woo, woo. I wish we had some kamikazes. <laughs> Gotta make some kamikaze shots, put them in a shoey. Let's do it now. <laughs> no, <definitely not. laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I, I hope we, we see Ric Flair again. Book Ric Flair versus Sting on AEW TV. <laughs> Fuck's sake. One last time. One last time. Yeah. Sting, sure. uh, Ric Flair versus Steamboat. One last time. There's a, whole, oh, there's a whole tour you could do there. Ric Flair versus Darby Allen. Fuck it. I want I want uh, Charlotte to join AEW just to like fuck things up, just change things up, be good. Um, Ric Flair walks off after he he he's upset. He's he's sad that Andrade lost. Andrade in the ring though acts as if he won and points <laughs> to the title and says it's mine, and all these people know it's mine. So Kenny's like, Nah, mate, I just I beat you. I, I just actually beat you. That means it's I I went I won, but. Yeah, obviously we were a bit confused because, you know, there was no English commentary or anything like that. And some people in the chat would say, no, he's, he's saying that he wants a title shot, which I believe he just had and lost. It's very unusual to, to, to say. I mean, we, we don't really know what, what he said, but it would be funny for yeah. me to lose and then to right. say, Hey, can I can I have a can I have a title shot? Like, you just fucking had one. What are you, yeah, you get out lost. of here? You just lost, bro. But yeah, um, I hope we get to see them tied up in AEW again down the line. Yes, um, absolutely. But uh, not quite uh, Gargano and Almas and Chill. Not quite. No, because look, and 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 uh, we we should move on. But this is the biggest match, so we can yeah, we can talk about it for a bit. But but like when Andrade was released, you know that was the first thing that I think I even messaged you guys, and it was like, uh, you know, Omega on Andrade and and chill. Um, and chill, and, and it's more then like Omega Andrade and fair. <laughs> <laughs> what it became. We we need to talk about your flair, um, <laughs> um, but and 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 then they announced that we would get this, and it was like, oh wow, and um, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit of a fiasco. It was a bit of a kind of fiasco. It was it it wasn't what we expected, and I do hope that we get it down the line. Um, you know, yeah, in America, in AEW, they're both in AEW, so yeah, it would be great to see it again, and 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 hopefully he fucking wrestles in AEW as well. That would be nice too. Instead of talking, fucking hell. Yeah. Well, maybe one day we'll get Gargano versus Kenny. <gasps> Woo! One day. Woo! Ric Flair is a special <laughs> guest referee. Oh, fuck. And Conan <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Conan, <laughs> fucking Conan. We go to our main event. It is a mask versus hair match. Psycho Clown putting his mask on the line against Ray Escorpion putting his hair on the line. Now, this is an intro to give this like visual here. It has all these wrestlers, all the talent out here in support of Super Porky, a tribute out to him. Rest in peace, Super Porky. So everyone's kind of giving this celebration and, and throwing support out there and, and everything in love. And then Psycho Clown just takes the like one picture and smashes it over a scorpion's head. And I believe this is what starts this match off as these two start fighting and brawling everywhere. And this this is a, a this whole match is a clusterfuck, but we expected this here at Triple Mania. Yeah. There's clown ma- the mask is on the line but he gets his mask ripped pretty much early in the match, but it's okay. Cause you can't see his full face, just a little bit of it. There's uh, light tubes being brought in here 
which are getting smashed over the guy's face. There's then beer bottles, which are brought in and then smashed over the guy's face and then like stabbed. We've seen pizza cutters lately, but beer bottles being used. Uh, his forehead is th- finally someone's blading here. Someone is catching yeah. up to me and blading. Yeah, thankfully, we didn't have a picture-in-picture commercial with a Heineken ad as he was uh, going to town with <laughs> with a beer bottle. Modelo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Corona. 15 years ago, Psycho Clown made a choice. Anyway. <laughs> I know it's it's Mexico City, but in Dominican Republic, they have El Presidente, which is a great beer to have down there on the beach. Uh, <laughs> well, the beer bottles, I, I don't know how you gimmick a beer bottle. But uh, they, they're well, it's just sugar glass, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. sugar. It's what they use in the movies and stuff. Yeah. There's no, you, you, there's it's it's. It, I don't want to be one of those people, but it's not real. Like you, you would, like there's just. It's almost like you'd knock someone out trying to smash a beer bottle over their head. Yeah, it, like it's it's a, it's a thing here in Australia. Like yeah. they they do it quite a lot here in Australia in, in bar fights and stuff, and it's uh, doesn't lead to good stuff. You just knock someone out from doing it instead of smashing mm. it, it like it won't smash but yeah he's, he's using the the shards of it in each other's face and foreheads here uh there's then a backstabbers and code breakers psycho clown hits a moonsault for an air fall which looked pretty good like a double spring arabian press there's a rana off the top which looked nice as well clown hits a corkscrew plancha to the outside there's a package pile driver or a package something for a near fall Spanish fly off the top. There's a hammer involved, but it's taken away. And there seems to be some sort of turn here from, <laughs> from a manager or, uh, oh, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is it La Hydra and, and Goya Kong is involved as well. It gets so convoluted here. There's a hammer, there's kick to nuts. There's more hammers. There's a sunset flip and a roll up, and Psycho Clown wins the match. And, <laughs> With a roll up. And Rhea as Scorpion has to shave his hair. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, okay. Okay. So here, here's the thing um, I expected everything in this match that we got. So I, I'm not going to shit on it that much because. Um, if you saw, I believe last year's with uh, with the, the hair the hair versus hair match with with Chessman, and he lost as well, and that was again uh, the 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 last however many main events I've seen a triple mania have always been like this, just a a massive mess. And so to to go into this thinking you're going to get anything different, like you're an idiot. Um, uh, it, it, so fine like it, it, it was fine i don't really have any other comments i i i'm i think that was um psycho clown's wife that gave him the hammer and then kicked him in the nuts i right. think i'm not sure um but i guess the only thing that kind of sucked about this uh and it was brought up in the twitch chat as well um was just like this is triple a's biggest event this is triple a's wrestlemania really right um and to have the main event end on like a roll-up is always a bit kind of like come on man you know let's let's get a definitive win here and uh someone actually in the twitch chat said imagine a wrestlemania that that um that ended in like a roll-up or or something like that and i said well actually 
Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte ended with uh, Becky rolling up Ronda. And um, that was weak as piss as well, to be honest. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my only feedback was just kind of the ending was a bit flat. Um, but, yeah, we got bottles and we got hammers and we got nut shots. So, you know, everyone should go home happy. I mean, Hugo didn't blade, so I was a little upset. But I mean, not that we know of. Maybe we didn't cut to him at the end. Maybe the after party. We're not sure. But really? um, yeah, not we didn't see it, and that's that's the that's the real shame. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get to see it. You're right. It probably it probably did happen in some way. We could believe if we believe it, we can achieve it. Uh, I <laughs> I thought this was exactly what you would get. It's it's very similar. They do these matches year in year out of all these craziness and beer bottles and your, your violence and everything. And it, it had some cool stuff and, uh, and it had an importance. We had, it cuts to this little girl who now is shaving the head of <laughs> gray scorpion, but they didn't turn the clippers on or they didn't plug it in. So it's not battering. Yeah. It's not doing anything. So then they grab the scissors and start cutting this guy's hair. And then there's confetti and then there's like little kids in lucha masks dancing around the ring. And this is definitely when the edibles kicked in for me. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? It's like some nightmare on Elm Street type thing. Uh, so they hey, celebrate. Hey, do you remember? I, I think it's when Jeff Jarrett got his hair cut or something. It, 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 it was one of the many, but it was, and it's probably been a few of them. But anytime that they use those clippers, when they do actually work, it just looks like they're trying to take their scalp off. Um, I was almost glad that I realized these clippers just didn't work at all and they just threw them in the bin and used the scissors because, <laughs> like, I really didn't, I really was not interested in seeing Ray of Scorpion covered in blood with wet hair getting his scalp taken off by by these clippers. And they, by this little they just girl. Sort of, <laughs> by his little <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, this is a sight to be seen. But again, it's nothing unusual. The same thing happened with Chessman last year as well. His hair was so wet they couldn't cut through it. It took forever, and so did Tanai. So, um, but, yeah, no, it was weird, the little girl. Um, I guess the the, the referee would would take the the, the, the scissors, cut uh, Ray of Scorpion's hair, uh, pass it to the little girl, which I guess is Ray Scorpion's daughter, who would then pass it to Psycho Clown, who would then get up on the turnbuckle and hold it up. I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> it's a Mexican thing. If it is, no disrespect. Uh, it's not how we do things here. Usually when I go to the barber, they just cut it and then I pay them some money and I leave. Um, you know, I don't bring my kids, um, you know, but I, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, it was hilarious. I had a great time. It, you know, the, ed- the edibles, the, ed- the edibles kicked in for me too. I didn't even have any. So. <laughs> it was it was bizarre, and I, I get yeah, we're not not at all this whole entire show. This is still pro wrestling, and we love it. We knew exa- we knew what we were getting into, but I was sure. not it was not expecting to see <laughs> little girls dancing around the ring while cutting this guy's hair when they cut his oh. hair he went from he went from looking like zellers or walmart version of roman reigns to qt marshall <laughs> oh, he looked like qt marshall he looked like mvp yeah. and then at some point they they threw they they fired off all this confetti right in the middle of it he was still getting his hair cut at this point it's really confetti weird. went off then confetti goes in the guy's hair as they're cutting it out and it's just like and the kids are dancing and it was just like 
Yeah, man. I think it was more than edibles that we were. I think the shrooms had kicked in by this point. Fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, if I had done shrooms, it probably would have made it more make more sense to me. But yeah, and then the Hulk came out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. no, that was earlier. That was earlier. Well, that was Triple Mania, twenty nine, and what an event it was. Oh, triple Mania. What a Triple Mania. It's give me the green light and it's come and gone. And I guess we got to wait a whole other year before we can talk about it again. Or you could listen to best match ever triple mania that me and Davey just released earlier this morning on our Patreon covering years of triple mania matches. Did you listen to it, Dickie? You could, if you haven't yet, it's okay. No, uh, for, for, I was expecting it earlier in the week. I'm not sure what happened, but I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning and saw it was in my podcast feed, but then two hours after that, I had to do this watch along with you. So I decided I, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll listen back afterwards and realize all the mistakes I've made, uh, uh, things that I've said on the show, um, because, you know, you may have uh, educated me. <laughs> I, I know everything there is to know about Triple Mania now <laughs> because I've watched so much of it in the past Absolutely. while. Uh, yeah, but if you want to, we we talked about Rey Mysterio versus Mysticis, uh Oh, as biker gangs drive by our our neighborhood. Yeah, uh, we talked about Rey Mysterio versus Mysticis or Sin Cara. There's Eddie Guerrero, Ligers in there, um, all sorts of different things, all sorts of fun stuff from so many different years of Triple Mania. It was as fun as watching Triple Mania with you today, good sir. What an event it was! What a strange event it was. I mean, it was. It was wonderful. It was, it was pro wrestling at its finest. When will you, know, you ever you know, book Spider-Man and Ric Flair on the same show? I mean, I've always said this, not that I'm always on your show, but when I am, you know, especially with the Hell in a Cell, the last time I was doing one of these was the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view with, with Davey. And I, I said, look, I, I like my, my pro wrestling to either be really, really good or really, really bad. And it's a bit harsh to put this in the really, really bad category, but I would put it in like the car crash category. Like it was interesting to look at, you know what I mean? Like I had a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, That hell in a cell pay-per-view was, was, was none of those (laughs) things and it was awful. So, um, so I was in, I was sports entertained. Uh, So that's a good way um, of putting it. Yeah. Sports entertained for sure. They do a good job of that. They do a good job of mixing the wrestling with the ridiculous over there in AAA and Triple Mania. Uh, well, thank you, Dickie, because not only did we, we we watch this and did a watch along, but then for joining me on this show, we got a shout out Lucha Blog for doing that Twitch stream, uh, which probably was illegal, but whatever. Fuck the, <laughs> fuck the system, man. Fuck the man. <laughs> you know? We're going to burn this motherfucker down. Uh, Dickie, you are so, also are a big part of the Up Next universe because you've been helping us put together some stuff for Up Next Summer which is happening this, this week and within a week and uh, without giving things away. Uh, what, what can you tell the people? Um, I can tell the people um, to expect the unexpected. Whew. I think um, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that, this is going to be very different. So um, I, I don't want to give too much away because I, I like to keep people very, very surprised. There's, there's things that you don't even know about, Brayden. Wow. He's a yes, true artist. So, He's a true artist. Dickie is, 
Dickie is our mastermind behind the visuals you've been seeing on our socials. Oh, uh, thank including, you. Yes. Including these things. You got to check them out because Dickie, you are, you are a brilliant, brilliant man who come up with some crazy stuff. And apparently I don't even know all the stuff that will be happening on up next summer, but I can't wait. Yes. So I would probably just, you know, and, and, and again, like, you know, just to plug some stuff, you know, the one thing that I would plug is stay tuned to the up next podcast Twitter account. Cause, um, that's probably where you're going to see drops all of the time. Um, but also um, subscribe to the Up Next YouTube channel as well, which is youtube.com forward slash Up Next, um, because all those videos will, will be be there kind of in a playlist as well and, and easy to digest. Um, but also um, come along to the show because there's going to be videos that we're not dropping ahead of time. They're only going to drop on the show. Yes. And there's um, some stuff that, um, you know, as long as I don't go into some sort of, um, you know, coma or somebody hits me over the head with a bottle or something. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's it, it's going to go down on the 22nd of August at 4 p.m. Eastern uh, on the, uh, the, the Up Next podcast uh, Twitch feed, which is twitch.tv forward slash Up Next podcast. Uh, please come along because um, I can only uh, guarantee that you'll see things that genuinely I just don't think anyone else is really doing. Like no. we know that there's, we know that there's, this is the thing, right? We you know that say there's too much other, now. No, no, it's fine. I'm just saying we, we know that there's other places that do some quiz stuff, you know, it exists out there, wrestling quiz stuff, you know, it's cool. Um, but you don't have the types of kind of extra, I guess, multimedia stuff mm. that we're putting together. Um, it is know, a must-watch live. Like you don't, you only get spoiled on this one almost. I would say yeah, you gotta and watch this one it, live. It's perfect for video. That's the other thing too. Like I never thought what I could do could help podcasters because it's obviously kind of all audio. Um, this is the perfect place for all of this so i um i have a big week ahead of me but uh i, I have a feeling that it's there's going to be some pretty special stuff that we're going to see so that would be my only plug is for for your stuff which is well, weird thank you very uh, but much also, uh, but also uh follow me on uh twitter as well at dickie bird media um because you know i do i do some other stuff as well and um yeah you might might be interested in in that so no that's you're a saint you're a saint, man. You you are coming up with these things that we've been putting out and what we have planned. And I I know the people will be be starstruck, be awestruck of what you come up with and what you show. I I, I just know some of the stuff you have planned for next week is going to blow some people's minds. So if you're a long term, long hard BDE fan, you got to tune in. It's going to be it's going to be killer. And thank you, Dickie, because you're 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 in our corner, man. And and it, and it goes a long way. We appreciate having you along. And it was. So fun for a Kiwi and a Canadian to talk about Mexican pro wrestling here today. Who who else better? Uh, Brian Cage? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I am I am the Ric Flair to your Andrade. There you wow. go. Woo! <laughs> Woo! What is that? Am I Andrade? I don't Dave, know. <laughs> Davy's gonna be mad. I want to be Rick. I want to. I would definitely want to. Want to would want to be Rick. Davey uh, Charlotte. <laughs> 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 uh, 
follow us at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. And of course, we're also twitching on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast for Up Next covering NXT and BD Elite covering AEW Dynamite for all these shows. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Dickie Bird, for hanging around all night. I'm going to go to sleep and go to my shoot job. And then we'll do all this again this week. We got a long cool. I'm gonna. I'm going to have a cerveza. Yeah, go have a cerveza. Por favor. I'm going to go get ready for not only our tailgate for all our patrons and then a SummerSlam watch along and post show, but then up next summer, take over 36 post show and watch along. We got so much stuff, stuff going on and we love you all. Goodbye. Take care. Be safe. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you. <laughs> it's Macy's Friends and Family Sale. With an extra 30% off the gifts you'll love to give. And get 15% off beauty with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of big savings, like 25% off dressed-up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more. Plus an extra 25% off luggage from Samsonite, Delsey, and more. Download the free Macy's app for more great deals at Macy's. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today.